Welcome back to Blake's Take, everyone. Hope you all are having a great day. It's Friday. We got some great sports action upcoming this weekend with NFL divisional rounds. We got the trifecta out in Brooklyn with Harden and KD and Kyrie performing there this weekend. And lots of other sports action that we have on this upcoming weekend. So I'll make sure to keep you up to date on what we have coming up. So after a long week of waiting, finally we're back in playoff mode with the team with the NFL teams fighting their for their respected spot in the conference championship in the divisional round weekend. We will kick the weekend off tomorrow with the Rams coming from the sunny California down to the bitter cold Lambeau Field to take on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in the NFC. Personally, I'm going to pick the Packers in this one. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers have been super dominant, and Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers are going to connect for a few touchdown for a touchdown at least. And I believe that the the Green Bay Packers are going to roll their way into the NFC Championship. But just to make sure, you can tune into this game at 135 Pacific on Fox. On to the second game of the day, kicking things off for the AFC. We will have the Ravens coming off against their great win versus the Titans and will head down to Buffalo where there could be some snow with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Personally, I'm going to take the Bills on this one. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs have really been lighting it up at the end of the season, and I really believe that they can out-dominate this really great Ravens defense, but I think Allen and this prolific Bills offense can really out-dominate this Ravens defense. That game will start at 5.15 Pacific on NBC. On Sunday, the Browns coming off their first playoff win in nearly three decades come down to Arrowhead Stadium to see if they can pull off the magical win against Magic Mahomes and the rest of the elite Chiefs squad. I'd take Chiefs at least by 10 in this one, probably more like 15 or 20, but definitely take the Chiefs in this one. They're going to roll their way into the AFC Championship just like they've been rolling all season. Kickoff will be at 12.05 Pacific on CBS. Then to round off the divisional round, we will have Brady and the Bucks head down to the Superdome to see if they can upset the Saints after their two regular season losses to Breeze and the elusive Camara in the NFC South rematch. So, but I'm going to take the Bucks on this one in the rematch. It's very hard for a team to beat one three teams in a row, especially in all sports. It's very hard to beat a team three teams in a a team three times in a row and just sweep them. Uh, it doesn't happen very often. So, I'm going to take the Bucks and Brady in this one. Playoff Brady is a different breed, so I'm going to take him in this one. The NFC South rematch will kick off at 3:40 Pacific on Fox. So, make sure to tune into all these wonderful, wonderful divisional rounds and competitive games that we're going to have this weekend and they're going to be filled with jam-packed highlights and I just can't wait to see them. As far as some other NFL news though, Urban Meyer has now been officially named by the Jacksonville Jaguars as the head coach and to try and bring them relevancy back to the franchise and a future quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. He becomes arguably the most high-profile college-to-pros coach in NFL history with his three national championships and a reputation of being able to build powerhouse programs in examples such as Florida and Ohio State. Meyer will command a salary in the top five of all NFL coaches, though, with his $12.5 million request. But the billionaire owner has considered them an investment. He will immediately get return on his Jaguars ticket sales. 
So hopefully Meyer can make an immediate impact in the NFL as he did with college, especially with when considering, especially when he's getting paid $12.5 million. If he's getting paid top five, he better be coaching top five caliber. So let's hope Urban Meyer can have as much of success as he did in college with Ohio State and Florida. And if he can make that immediate impact, especially when transferring a quarterback from college and Trevor Lawrence into the league, I think they could do some great things in Jacksonville. Heck, do flashback to remember that in 20. 2017, they were in the AFC Championship. So, you know, the Jaguars can make the adjustment. Heck, they were in the AFC Championship with Blake Bortles, for crying out loud. If they can have a coach like Urban Meyer and a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty big upgrade since Blake Bortles. So, I'm pretty sure that the Jaguars are going to do some great things this year and definitely make improvements from their one-win season. As far as NBA, it has official Kyrie Irving has finally been punished for violating COVID protocol with a $50,000 fine. On top of that $50,000 fine, though, his absence over these past five games due to COVID protocol will cost him $464,000 per game and will total out to a whopping $2.3 million. $2.3 million. You heard me right. Holy smokes. I mean, I can't go into depth on what I think Kyrie and his family and his personal reasons that I've gone through. Let me just hope. I am very optimistic about this situation. I hope that Kyrie did get it settled and get everything is right in his personal life. Considering he was willing to give up $2.3 million, I really hope that he got this right and that he is settled in his personal life and is ready to come back to basketball operations. But now, if all COVID tests negative, Irving is expected to come back and make his debut in, with the big three in Brooklyn with Harden, who was also fined $50,000 for his violation of COVID protocol, coincidentally, and KD tomorrow night against the Orlando Magic. I'm very glad we will see Kyrie Irving finally back as a part of the Nets organization, and I'm very much looking forward to how the team's chemistry will develop because when it does, they will just be unstoppable. They will be so unstoppable that I expect them to be nothing less than the NBA Finals caliber team. Heck, I mean, Harden, Kevin Durant, two of the best shooters in the league right now. Kevin Durant, arguably the best scorer of all time. And Harden just been a great scorer, several scoring titles in the past 10 seasons. And they just combined for a great elusive talent there. And then with the ball handling of Irving, these all guys love to play basketball and love to have the ball, especially, which might be their biggest problem is developing that chemistry to bond with one another in the sense of ball movement. But we'll see how this turns out for the Brooklyn Nets. If they can get their chemistry together, things are going to look really, really, really good. As far as local sports, it was a very, very rough night last night for the Oregon State Beavers men, losing to the Arizona Wildcats 98-64. to Benedict Mathurin led the way to Arizona with 31-8, while Jordan Brown followed with 25 off the bench to pave the way for the Wildcats win. The Wildcats outscored the Bees 47 to 21 in the first half and 51 to 43 in the second half. Big first half push by the Wildcats and really the Bees just fell behind. This was once again attributed to the lack of performance by the starters of the Beavers who combined for a whopping 38 points. And that's five people. Heck, the starter for Arizona nearly got it by himself. 
And with these five starters that the Beavers have, they should at least be scoring in double digits, at least two of them, you would think. And not even that, Ethan Thompson, he did score in double digits, but he only scored 13 points. And that is not enough to get the Beavers to win in the caliber that they need to be competitive in Pac-12 play. They really need to make some adjustments as far as starters scoring. They need to get ball movement. They need their defensively. They need to not give up so many points to other opponents. They really need to make some changes defensively. Giving up shots, shots and driving lanes are their biggest problems right now. And the bees really need to make some adjustments offensively and defensively. It's looking like a pretty rough situation. I get that they were coming off of COVID layback and a setback, but they got to get it together because even before against Stanford, their starters weren't performing in their bench. Did two of them scored in double digits last night, but not the bench can't do everything on this team and these high caliber players that Oregon State's recruited have got to start showing up. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blake's Take. I appreciate the support all week for all the sports news covered, sports news covered this weekend, this week. And I just appreciate all the support on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. I hope you all enjoyed all the sports covered this weekend from Harden to NFL to Saban in the National Championship. Hope you all enjoyed it, and I'll see you all next week.